Hello, welcome to Podcasters of Sex, an unofficial podcast about the Showtime original series, Masters of Sex. I'm Sarah Carlson, TV editor emeritus for Pajaba.com. Joining me is Mallory Andrews, columnist for Movie Mezzanine and submissions editor for Clio Journal. Hello, Mallory. Hi, Sarah. Hi. (laughs) Each week, Mallory and I are here to discuss the latest episode of Masters of Sex. We are the few and the proud. We are holding on this week. Although there's more of us than I thought. There are. There are. We tweeted about that and we got some people chimed in. It's just... It's just everyone just watches it, just doesn't really talk about it, is what we're we're realizing. So we we are the only ones talking about it. We are. So we are the few (laughs) that are talking about it. And we're okay with that. We're okay. Um, And this week we're covering Season 4, Episode 4, Coats or Keys, directed by Colin Buxey. You can find past episodes of all of Season 2 and 3, and now the first part of 4, on iTunes and SoundCloud. And tweet us your thoughts. To at podcasters of sex, we like to get to your tweets. We got a few uh, recently about this latest episode. Get to know Lizzie Kaplan says it could not have been any better. So good, best of the season so far, except for him closing the door on her. That sucked. That bill on Virginia and passion forever says great ep. Bill is broken, and so is Virginia. She's the one who needs to be fixed now. That's that seems fair, mm-hmm. and so I think we should just get right in it. It's this was almost a bottle episode. It had it kind of started at the beginning, and then it went, it, then it went to flashback essentially, or then it went back, and we had a little bit of office stuff where we revisited the couple from last week. And yeah, if only to set up like the theme mm-hmm. of what happens between Bill and Libby. True, and and the concept of people who are different and what it means to work through differences, what it means to confront. Yeah, and, they, and the possibility the mm-hmm. possibility that people just might not be compatible, even if they love and care about each other. True, true. So it's uh, like, as Bill said, you know, what, what it means to actually be intimate. I, I liked that line of like, and are you willing to do it? And is that, is it possible? You know, it's not possible. You know, it's not an option mm-hmm. for everybody. Sometimes it's... It's just not going to work. And so so that was interesting that it was just the two people who are just both have daddy issues, but in different ways <laughs> where, mm-hmm. where she's like doesn't want to be her mother who walked all over her dad. He doesn't want to be his dad who was abusive. And so it's it was pretty similar to um, pretty similar to Bill and Virginia. Mm-hmm. And so but very quickly it gets to the main plot which is that all of them, well, Virginia's invited by Art and Nancy to a party that turned out to be a swinger party and she doesn't know. She somehow, she ends up inviting inviting Lester, who then invites Betty. And so then um, Virginia brings along Libby and then Bill shows up. So they all end up at the swinger party and did not know it was going to be a swinger party. Um and so that's the main dynamic. This we talked about this last week, where Art told uh, Virginia that he and Nancy are in an open relationship. Yeah, and the and the I think the locus of the misunderstanding here is that um, Virginia leads Art to believe that 
she and Dan mm-hmm. not only are married, but in an open marriage. So right. therefore, when he gives the secret swinger handshake, he's like, oh, she knows. She understands. Right. Yeah. So they assume and they assume that they know, they all know what they're getting into. And yet they don't. <laughs> um, and then creepy or like sleazy lawyer guy who looks like the frat guy shows up. And then it's an asshole to Libby, which I didn't quite get i don't remember their last confrontation being deserving of that where all of a sudden he's really combative with her that was weird i think it was just a like a really ash holish ash ash <laughs> response to um uh the fact that she they um they'd had phone sex mm-hmm. and she sort of was like no i don't like i don't I guess he thinks he, like, oh he, wait, you're actually you actually do this, and you you were playing me, or you were yeah, playing coy, yeah, that's what I mean, yeah, yeah, which is and like, um and I think he's just acting just, like a dick about it, shitty. and yeah, and uh, and also sure, I'm sure like he's also still feeling weird about the um whole. Okay, mm-hmm. they had this sort of like unguarded moment together and then it turns out that he's her ex-husband's right lawyer it was it was weird how she was libby was flirting with that one guy mike maybe yeah how she was trying to build up this idea that she's friends with her ex and how necessary that was yeah so then he comes in the lawyer guy he doesn't he doesn't get a name he's lawyer guy um it's just like oh she's such a bitch what and that scares the guy off or i don't it was that was weird to me that none of that made sense especially because he's at a swinger party what why is he expecting demureness i don't know i don't know or even like why is he trying to just like drive that guy away so he can have a crack at her? But that's maybe. like, and maybe it just needed not- something needed to happen to help build upon Libby's anger. Yeah, but also I think like he was angling to get her to himself because he asks her specifically what Cody's wear, what she's wearing that night. Oh, he does. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's true. Yeah, that that whole thing was weird. Maybe it was just to get her. To get her pissed off, or to get her drunk, to get her tipsy, drunk, pissed to off. To get her high. Then, yeah, get her high. And then, um, and then of course, Bill shows up, because he can't find the kids. And then that leads to them wandering off. But before we get to that, um, let's start with Art and Nancy, because I'm pretty sure you, my dear Mallory, mm-hmm. um, have some thoughts on this. And, and I yeah. too, I just finished the episode, like, 10 minutes ago. I thought it was a pretty good episode. And so, I know, overall, I'm very, I like this episode a lot. Yeah. If we were good. saying that last week was the best of the season, I think this one is actually even better. Yeah. So, what's your, what are your, sorry, I got a text message. I was delayed. What are, were, um, what are your thoughts? Go, tell me everything. All right. Well, um, the we saw a little bit more of uh, Art and Nancy's home life, both at the party and like sort of prepping for the party. And they sort of give you the impression that maybe Art is more into swinging than Nancy is. True. At the beginning. Mm-hmm. At the beginning, like there's just sort of like Nancy's reactions to certain things that they're talking about and like art acts really flirty at the party and like it's just like really acting like he's into it and Mm -hmm. nancy's a little bit more guarded and then you have the switch like oh no nancy's the one who's like totally down with it and art's like 
not into it at all. It turns out. It's an act, Mallory. It's all an act. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so why don't you, why don't you like that? Because it's so boring. <laughs> this, the idea that like, oh, like one of the, like, just the idea that like swinging as a joke or swinging or being polyamorous as a thing that just doesn't work. Mm. Or that it's impossible that two people could be equally on the same page about this thing. True. Though I guess, I think it's, I think what is bothering you is because it's this main couple that that's happening. But I mean, obviously there were other couples, there were tons of other couples. At yeah, there are the tons party. of other people at the party. But, but we're not investigating. We're sort of, mm-hmm. Yeah, we're not really sort of getting into the dynamics of their relationship. Now, I think it's interesting the ideas that Art brings up that it's, he's okay with the fact that he loves Nancy more than she loves him. Mm-hmm. If we're even going to like talk about polyamory in those terms about like, that Art's love is somehow more authentic than Nancy's because she likes to um, uh, sleep with other men. Hmm. Oh, interesting. Because that's, that's an interesting way to put it. Yeah. Um, hmm. So, oh, okay. But, that's, so but you, that seems to be the, that okay. seems to be the way that they're I friendly. See, or at least I that's the way Art seems to think about it. Yeah. I get what you're saying. I get where yes. that is. Okay. Ha, ha, ha. I feel like so, so because he's monogamous, because he wants to be, be or yeah. polyamorous, like, or mon, what's this, what's the word for that? I guess monogamous. Monogamous, um, yeah. Um, so because of that, it's being painted as that's more pure, like that's more yeah. loyal. Okay. Virginia even calls him a romantic as though somebody who isn't a polyamory is incapable of being romantic. Right. Or being in love with somebody and having them as the, having one person as their primary partner, but having partners outside of that, mm-hmm. right? Which is a um, a fairly common stereotype, right? Exactly. So I get I get you now. I get the frustration, and so it's hard because uh, we ha- we're not really seeing her. We haven't heard her side. He, no, we from, haven't really. We barely. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Oh, sorry. Like, what little we saw was, like, her flirtation with their friend where they sort of made arrangements to pick each other at the end of the night. Mm-hmm. And all of that, and leading up to that, I thought that was, like, really sexy. I was, like, super into, like, the di- their dynamics, Na- Art and Nancy's dynamic with each other, and then their dynamic with sort of the people in their friend group mm-hmm. as well, and how that sort of plays into their relationship. And then it just went away as soon as as soon as art was like i close my eyes and pretend that i like it and i'm like oh come on <laughs> yawn <laughs> so it's not is there's nothing of value in this storyline it's like it's been done before well, I, it's like <laughs> this sort of like just just using like just sort of like it always comes around to polyamory being just a thing that doesn't work, which is not true. It's not for everybody, and not everybody can do it. Right. But it certainly exists, and people certainly do it out there in the world. Well, it seems like you're right. So the way they're painting it is he has to completely. They see it as just like. Just it's just pure uh, a function. There's no you know. There's no feeling. There's no emotions. He's just going through the motions and and mm-hmm. pretending exactly because. But it's not. 
it's not an emotion thing for him. And then he's also, he's painting it the same way with Nancy. And I think he says something along the lines of like, I think this makes her feel better because she wants to be with other men. He said, I, th- I think it's something that he says. So yeah. that's why she, she, it makes her feel better if he's with other women. So she doesn't feel as guilty. That's how I read it. That he, that he's kind of painted it that way. So he's like, so I put up with it because I love her. And I go through the motions, right? Um, yeah. And and so to me, that actually, that kind of turn made sense to me. Maybe it's maybe it's expected, but f- watching him, though, I really thought that he was being set up as already being infatuated with Virginia. And so him picking her coat, like, I, I was like, oh, that's so deliberate. And it was, but then him twisting and saying, well, I picked you because I, I knew you wouldn't sleep with me. Yeah, that, I didn't expect that. I thought that was interesting. that. I will say I did not expect. Um, uh, and it was, um, and I think he guessed about yeah. her and Bill. The way he's like, oh, he's like, I wouldn't. You think? Well, so that was what was tricky. So he's saying like, because a boss would never sleep with the employee, right? And then they kind of start that whole role playing, and he's bas- he's like shrinking her basically. That entire scene where he's mm. getting her to spell out how her relationship with Bill started and what it was that attracted her and, and they're passionate about the work and da, da 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 da. And he's basically like unspooling it all for her. That was a therapy session. So mm. I, I feel like he's asked her in the past. I was, I think it was him and not Nancy if she and Bill had had sex because he'd heard that, you know, and she wasn't very convincing in her answer of, of saying no. So I get the feeling that he has read her pretty well and, and that he, he sensed they'd had, he, you know, walking into that clinic, you know, there's drama. And so (laughs) I figured that he had sensed some of that and that he was kind of thinking maybe she's not going to make, she's not going to do that again. Because it's been such a huge thing. That's maybe I'm reading too much into it, but that was my instinct. Once he it started developing, that he he okay. pulled her in as more of someone who's been in weird situations like that. That's how I read it. Okay. But, All right. Yeah, but I, I get what you're saying. So so it's kind of back to what we talked about last week, where it's. Oh, this is so exciting. We never, you never see open relationships that work. And so we're like, I wonder what's going to happen. And then wah, wah, it's actually not, it's not what you thought it would be. Yeah. And you know, it's going to come up later on in the season where Art's finally going to confront Nancy with like, I don't like this. Right. So, and it's just going to, whatever it is, what it is. I mean, although I do like the idea of, um, one partner being more in love with the other and just sort of being okay with that. True. Cause that's, that's like, that's an interesting concept. There may have been a better way to bring it up, but I like the idea of like, you can sort of mm-hmm. become, you can accept the fact that maybe that would be the case. And I like Virginia's like literally every man who's been in love with me. Is oh yeah. In love with me. Which yeah. is true, which is completely yeah. true. <laughs> yeah. So that's, that's an interesting idea. It's because it depends on which side you're on. It depends mm-hmm. on if you're the one who's doing the who's like I know I love them more. That that's hard. Yeah, and not that it's easy to know that to you probably feel guilt on the other side, but yeah, totally. that kind of 
That's that seems so. I felt sad for him. I really did, and I think Virginia for did art. too. Yeah, where he where he's hearing Nancy through the walls, and he's just like, "Oh my gosh, like, can you distract me?" I felt bad for him. Yeah, yeah. I felt bad that they didn't write his character as somebody who was into that. <laughs> So what? Yeah, like, okay. Actually, I really like his character, and I think that actor is very good. He like, is I good. really, I like. Him I, I'm, I'm enjoying like him. Like, he's. I find him very watchable. So, like yeah. that aspect, I'm totally enjoying. So, okay, if you got to write it, if you okay. got to write it, what would it? What would it be? Like, describe to listeners, because like, it's it's something that we're just not very familiar with. I mean, how does that? How does it play out that? The polyamorous relationship. How does that play out? And it's not, and not, and that's not really. We're talking. I'm not, we're not talking about swingers here. No, you know, that's not really what we're talking about. Swinging, swinging is like a like a subculture of polyamory. Mm-hmm. It's actually, and that's like, I think. Although I think there are still swinger groups out there. I'm sure. Um, I think there's like an episode of uh, Louis Theroux's Wild Weekends where he actually like goes to a swingers party. Mm. And this is from like a couple years ago. So like yeah. that's, yeah. So that's like, it's still a thing, but it's much more, that's, it's much more considered like a product of like the sixties and seventies. Right. But polyamory as a thing, and there's not one right way to do polyamory to the point where I think that even it's not impossible to have a polyamorous couple where one member of the couple sleeps with other people and the other person decide is monogamous or faithful to that one person, but is accepting of the fact that their partner is mm-hmm. polyamorous. Hmm. Um, or it can be a case where t- uh, two people are in a relationship as primary partners and they have lovers outside of that. Or it could be a case of like um, three people living together, which we saw a little bit last season with, um, uh, with Alice and Janney's character, whose name is escaping me. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, where mm-hmm. it was sort of, they were sort of living together in a triad. Mm-hmm. And, and then there's any, like, it's any number schedules. of, like, groupings like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, they have scheduled times, or a polyamorous relationship could be, like, an actual, like, three-way relationship, where it's all three of them have uh, um, intimate relationships with one another, either in that in, in a threesome or in like various couplings off of that three people. Um, basically there's no right or wrong way to do it. As long as every person involved in the relationship is on the same page. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah. Which is what is disingenuous about the art and Nancy thing for me in terms of positively representing a polyamorous. Because couple. they aren't right. That's yes. Fair. So that's like number one. It's just like, okay. We're, we're off track. Yeah. Yeah. I get you. I, think- I understand that, like, it's a way to inject conflict into that particular dynamic, but it's just also, I would feel less this way if we had more examples of positive depictions of polyamory in popular culture. That's true. Yeah. We talked about that last time. Like, I can't really, yeah. I can't think of any. No, there's very few, and it's. Much, think, yeah, we talked about it last yeah. week. We talked about it last I week. Think, well, I mean, check not, out last week's episode. <laughs> it's not very. I mean, it's not mainstream, and so no. if I'm sure, if you're a writer, like trying to think of what appeals to people, I can see how you would be hesitant because it, trying to find a way to really get it across and to really to tell a, a relationship like that and, and to give it justice 
like would take a lot of talent where it's not, and you're not just like being silly or titillating just because, you know, and so Which I, I think a lot of the time people who do write that write it that way. Right. And so I think it's just be so maybe because it's because we haven't had lots of examples or talked about it, it's like we don't know how to create examples or talk about it. Because we're just yeah, not, it's we're not of, used to it. Yeah, yeah. But I feel like if they were like if um there were more examples of it, then people yeah. will be more comfortable thinking about it, talking about it, representing it. It's the same it's the same it's the same old like representation in uh discussion in media where there's like the more representation you have of a certain thing, either it's a certain lifestyle or a certain sexuality or um, positive depictions of certain races or, or, or anything like that. Mm-hmm. The more you see of it, the more accepting we are of watching it. And then that starts to, you know, cycle back into more representations of it. Right. Right. So like maybe in, in this instance, if we were imagining just with these characters, it would be like Art and Nancy really being in an open relationship and, and then Art starting a relationship with Virginia and Nancy knew when they were all kind of on the same page and it wasn't like under the guise of an affair where it's just, you know, oh, sort of and secretive and no one can know and everyone's guilty. It's it's not like that. And it's yeah. not, and it's not, wouldn't just be Art and Virginia just going through the motions, but he really loves Nancy or, you know, you know, yeah, 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 totally. Or even like if Art really did want to start something with Virginia, Virginia could still say, no, I'm your boss. I'm not going to do that. That can still bring up the whole thing with her and Bill. Mm hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Like there was like, like there, it could have gotten us to that point. Where she's like, no, I've been down this road before. And then it goes. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. So it could have been, they didn't necessarily have, they didn't have to paint it that way. They could have still gotten to the destination if they, but they, if they should have been a little more risky. I agree. Yeah. And, but we're still so um, used to monogamy as the default that obviously this is going to lean back on that to make art a more relatable character is what I think that they're doing. Right. Yeah. Which I get. It's not to me. It's not terrible, but it's also it's expected. And so something like this. Yeah, it'll show be. Like this. I'll be curious to see how they deal with Nancy's side of things as we get to know Nancy a little bit more. That is true. I want to hear more from her, yeah. and I want to hear more from her side. And because we've only heard what she told Bill in their interview, where she was painting it as "I've been unfaithful." And then what we've heard Art describe her as. And so mm. I'm, I'm interested to know kind of how all of that came about. So, yeah. Or what if Art was lying to Virginia and knew that he needed to head shrink her about Bill? <laughs> so he just, the whole evening was a ruse to get this information out of Virginia. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> He's that good. Yes. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, that was interesting. I loved um, the um, the, per- the caterer and Lester. I love oh, her yeah. lines. Oh, her, yeah. She had the best lines of just like, this is not, it's this like, is no a revolution was catered. Yeah. Yeah. No, there, there, <laughs> yes, there's never been a revolution that was catered. Which and, is uh, like, it's so, it's so good. I love that we have, um, it basically calls out the entire like concept of like, middle-class white people in the suburbs, like, swinging so they can, like, 
feel Be revolutionary. Alive. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's she like has there the, are real people out there risking their lives for actual revolution. Yeah, like, she has great down. lines and just like yeah. talking about like, you know, this is their solution to boredom, basically. You know, she's like, are you kidding me? Uh, that was great. And I loved it when, <laughs> when she says, say something sexy. And he's like, civil disobedience. <laughs> oh, it made me laugh. Yeah, that, I, that was a nice inject of, and it kind of even made her, so she wasn't cartoonish where she was talking about like, oh, this is what a real no. radical is, like being arrested. And I think he's like, Were you, have, has that been to you? No, but you know, it's the point, you know, so yeah. she's not like some, she's not some militant, but she's still there to be like, okay, get real. Y'all, you know, yeah. so I like that. There was, that was, that whole thing was a little mad mini to me of them kind of examining, examining this culture and people trying to, find a way to get on with their bored suburban lives. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I like that. Um, Bill and Libby, they hightail it out. Um, Bill follows Libby who is drunk and high and drives her back <laughs> to their house. And this is, this is a great Libby episode. This was great. Um, All of their scenes together were so good. Uh, so both the acting and the writing. Yes. And she is, I'm, I'm loving where her character's, I'm loving her character right now where she's, you know, she's, she's realizing what she's missed out on. And so she's, Mm -hmm. she's kind of trying to claim it back. She's like, no, this is bullshit. Like I can't, um, she's, she's mad at him. She asks him, she, she goes through all these things and asks him to go down on her and he does and she likes it. And then she's still mad. He's like, why? She's like, because you could have done that before, but you didn't. And I, that was, mm-hmm. I think that was an insightful line where she was like, I was a virgin when I married you. I didn't know anything, but you did. You studied this. You watched other people. You learned techniques, and then you tried them with someone else. You didn't yeah. do it with me. You know, she's like, that could have been me. I didn't know. And that, I thought that was really a great line, a sad line where she's, she's like, I'm, I'm at my age. I've gotten this far. And that's never yeah. happened to me, and I'm blaming you. Yes, yeah. it's just fair for her for her world, for her environment that she had been expecting and wanting, which was a monogamous mm-hmm. relationship. So, yeah. um, I like that, and and he, they were honest with each other about like, well, we really did love each other, etc. And then, of course, that leads to kissing, and then that leads to hooking up. As yep. one does with their ex. Well, hooking up after we do, we sort we sort of skipped over the bit where she, in a sort of high drunken state of um, petulance, <laughs> uh, gives uh, demands three. Oh yeah, the wishes three wishes. Yeah, for something, and, and it's him. It's as one. It's like he has to. He can't make her out to be the bad like, guy. Yeah. Uh, and uh, what's the other, the second one is, like, not making decisions that, like, completely, without, like, you know, consulting her, like, considering Oh, uh, yeah, like, with the lawyer, right? You want yeah. you want me to postpone the divorce, like, talk to me, yeah. Yeah. And then number three and is go down on me. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I love his face. He's like, uh, now? What? <laughs> like, what? And, okay, so, are we to understand, because when she said, we've never done that, and I thought at first she meant that just she and Bill had never done that. Mm-hmm. But then later, it sort of seemed to imply that 
she'd never had that done to her at all. Not by Robert and not by Paul. That's what I, that's what I took it as. Yeah. Yeah. That that was new to her completely. Yeah. Yeah. So with her and Robert, they didn't, they weren't together a whole lot, like very many times. She made it seem like her and Paul were together, but I guess he wasn't, they were just much more traditional. Well, I guess I, he was like a, like a, he was married, so it was like much more domestic and demure, perhaps. I don't, um, yeah, I'm not I sure about her and Robert, though. Like, I, wasn't, if I'm remembering correctly, wasn't there a bit of a time jump between the last we saw of Robert and then when they jumped ahead and he had already been killed? Like, it's possible that they were, like, seeing each other for quite some time. Oh, hmm. I don't remember that. I didn't think, I thought, I know they were together at her house, and then I remember her going to his apartment once, but I got the impression it wasn't a whole lot. But then I guess, I don't know, like, I don't, I don't know, I, I'm not really, obviously there's been different, various forms of sex have been around for a long time, and so it's not like this is, it's not like oral was just invented, and so no, I, don't, I don't know, no, but, but also... Maybe but I don't think it was something that was, like, I think maybe they're trying to, it's not something that was, like, really in the cultural conversation until now, perhaps thanks to work by Masters and Johnson yeah, and so people there with their some, ilk. there are people who just probably were like, you can do that? Like, it doesn't, well, whatever's passed down to them, it's, it doesn't occur to them. Like, it really yeah. doesn't. There are some people, yeah. I mean, you read stories, you read stories today of women who've never had an orgasm because they don't understand what it is or how it would happen. And, I, and men don't know how to give it because they're right. just... They, what's passed down is just kind of like this pumping action and like, oh, that's supposed to just magically do it, you know, and <laughs> all the movies, all yeah. the movies back us up on exactly. this. Exactly. Well, I mean, they, they pan away and the music swells and then obviously things work. And so, yeah. Yeah. So, so you forget that, that it's like, oh, there actually are, if there are people like that now, then they were definitely like that in the 60s. And actually, now that I think about it, I think the very first episode of the show was Virginia getting, um, what's his name? That young doctor guy. Mm-hmm. That was- Ethan. Ethan. Oh, the worst. Uh, yeah, but like he, she, Ethan had never gone down on anybody before because she was like, you go down. And he was like, what are you talking about? And he did it. He's like, oh my God, this is amazing. And oh, then he tried right. to do it on somebody else later. And she was like, um, no. Oh, I forgot about that. Your mouth down there? Ew. I mean, I yeah. That was, I guess that was probably still in the 50s, but you're right. And that's, that's one of the things that so charmed him about her was the fact that she was, you know, Saying do this, knowing yeah. what she wanted, knowing what worked. Yeah, that's true. So, so basically, Virginia and her first husband or her second husband invented oral. Basically, in the fifties, <laughs> it wasn't yes. around before then. I'm pretty sure. So, yeah. So, but, but to me, it makes sense. It makes sense yeah. that Libby, even in her affairs, would still not be crazy radical if you, I guess right. if you consider right. that radical but maybe for her she does it's, it's time. Her. and I think yeah. like yeah. maybe being part of that women's group which I hope we see more of at yeah, some point but how'd she learn um, about it maybe it must have been maybe she picked up the book or maybe it was the women's group I would like to see more yeah I'm sure she read the book so that's true there's probably <laughs> just, a combination of that and then just having the um the like gall to not gall but like the gumption the gumption to ask for it, I think, is yeah. probably an influence of the women's group. Can you believe? I would be frustrated if I were her and I was like reading the book and I was like, "You did what? 
You know how to do this. You know how this. <laughs> you Wait, this is a thing. Yeah, <laughs> I did that too. I mean, like I yeah, had totally. multiple orgasms. I hate you. <laughs> yeah, I did that too. So I, I liked that. I don't know. You know, she's the morning. The next morning, she's like, "Oh, let's not make too much of it." He says, "Let's not make too little of it." So both both are fair. Yeah. Things to, like, so, no need to make any decisions either way about what happens. So are they going to try and, are they going to have them reconcile? But I don't think that. Well, I mean, for the sake of drama, I'm sure that they'll have them go down that road as an impediment to Bill and Virginia ending up together. Right. Right. Which is, but I don't, which in that part of me, that feels too scripted that feels almost sitcomish where it's like oh of course and like there's always a there's always something in the way nothing's working yeah. out because now bill yep. he you know the very end virginia confesses to him after her therapy session where she realizes that he loves her no matter what and then what is in art says doesn't art say he like she belongs with him he says something along those lines like you Like, if you had that, isn't that the guy for you? Something like that, yeah. Yeah. So she goes to return Libby's coat, finds Bill in his uh, undies, and with Baxter the dog. And she tells him, hey, I'm not married to Dan. I was never married. He says, I know. Okay, bye. And (laughs) she's just shocked. Which was kind of great. It was great for him. It was a great reaction to her, where I think she needed... She kind of needs a door shut in her face, kind of like, yeah, the world doesn't revolve on you. Please stop. Please stop, Virginia. Yeah. Like, things just don't wait around for you. Exactly. Like, you told him to, like, it was never going to happen. It was done. It was done. So you finally yeah. got your way. Yeah. Exactly. So I am glad that he's not like, I knew it. And, like, rushes to her arms or something terrible. Like, that would have been bad. So at least mm-hmm. he has some self-respect there. And so I am happy where I think she deserved that door. But then it's like, how long are we going to prolong things? It's like, okay, now he's going to go back and him and Libby are going to try things out again. And it's going to probably make her ridiculous. I don't know. That just feels too. Yeah. But the show keeps. The show keeps bringing up. This has been happening all season, all four of these episodes where the show will bring up like a conflict or a plot point Mm -hmm. that we're like, oh, this could easily last all season. And then they like resolve it (laughs) fairly quickly. Very true. So maybe by the end of the next episode, there will be no more reconciliation. That's, that's fair. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if it's like a way, or maybe this is, this is, maybe this will be closure for the masters where it's them kind of getting a taste of what their marriage could have been like and whether or not that would have been enough to sustain staying together. Because that's a, because that's a question where Mm -hmm. she's, where it's like, is that really what they had to have? What was missing from the marriage? Like they had, they needed good sex and that was it. You know, like I don't, I don't know if I would go that far where it's like, they had plenty of other things wrong. Yeah. You know, so it's like, oh, all of a sudden he just needed to go down on her. That was better. Cool, let's get married again. <laughs> so it's like, no, they had plenty of other problems. Yeah. And so, and there, you can have, or you can be in a relationship that's healthy and not have sex. And so that's where I'm like, uh, maybe this is just something they need. I don't know. Maybe it's going to be kind of like a last hurrah. 
you know, and they kind of get it out of their system. And then they're like, no, we're better apart. You know? Yeah. Where it's like, they enjoy all the things about each other that they didn't while they were married and then come to realize like, Oh, there were bigger reasons why we exactly exactly oh wait this is actually a good thing (laughs) yeah Yeah. i'm like it's like for example this isn't going to solve the fact that bill's kind of like a distant father true that's the thing and so you can't just and they'd already talked about that where he's like oh here's Mm -hmm. a puppy trying to fix things and she's like you're not here you don't know what it's like and so right yeah, I'm hoping. I'm hoping their their honeymoon, this honeymoon phase, doesn't last long. And because now we'll see what it does with Virginia. It's probably going to make her pretty jealous. I'm assuming because it seemed like she had a revelation with through therapy with art. Um, mm-hmm. She's like, oh yeah, I actually, we're actually dysfunctional, but yet we work. Yes. So I don't know. So we'll see if she, if she, you know, is okay with it or is just like, I know Bill and I know Libby and this is just going to play out. True. We'll see if she knows how to yeah. do that. Yeah. But I, I'm okay with it. Um, yeah, me too. Me too. I, like, like I said, those Bill and Libby scenes together were some of the best of the episode. They were very the first, good. It's the first time they had, like, physical chemistry as well because it's always been very... Right, um, polite. (laughs) She said, "Yeah, yes." And so it was nice getting to see them. Yeah, they did some great work together. Caitlin Fitzgerald, Mm -hmm. Michael Sheen, very good. Um, She's she's done great work with Libby, a character when we were first introduced. Remember, she called him Daddy. Oh Oh, yeah. When we were first introduced, like look at her arc. Her arc is is um, pretty great. It's a pretty great character arc, and so she's done. So much of the character that could have been terrible that you could have. Just uh, she's gone from like daddy to don't touch me. Exactly. So I'm I'm happy with that. And side note, I'm very happy that Betty keeps showing up. <laughs> her with the piano player, Gee. Her with yeah. Gee, the piano player. You've played "Don't Rain on My Parade" twice in the past thirty minutes, <laughs> and they're like singing show tunes. That was the best. I was like, that's what I would be doing at a swingers party. I'd be like, uh, (laughs) let's just sing Gershwin. Oh, man, I would not be doing that. (laughs) At the piano. Oh, I'd be hiding. Are you kidding? I'd be like, no, this is terrifying. I would not be at a swingers party. That's not, I don't, I can't see myself doing that. I admit it. I admit it. All right. I don't know what I would do. I would probably be hosting one. (laughs) You probably would, and I'd be like, Mallory, why'd you invite me? Oh, there's I gave you, there's I gave you the secret couple. Oh, I, I gave you the secret handshake. You I did. thought you knew. No, <laughs> no, I thought we were just gonna like watch TV and stuff. Okay, yeah, I yeah, it, it would not work. <laughs> yeah, um, oh, great. But do you think that Gee is gonna take over a reception, and then Betty's gonna make herself? A new position at the company? Uh, yeah, good question. Uh, yeah, they had that had to have been for a reason. The fact that yeah, he goes give and her crashes. give herself like a Joan Holloway style promotion where she creates a position for herself and then that replaces cool. her old position. She yeah. deserves it. That would be cool. Mm-hmm. She he knows how to answer phones and take messages. And she watched him, and so you see the little light bulb. And she's mm-hmm. got she's got a family to support. So yeah, exactly. We'll probably have drama, I'm sure, coming up with that because she keeps talking about how. Um, oh, I completely forgot her name. Helen. Helen. Her Helen's parents don't know. 
Um, so there may be some drama there. That could be interesting. Mm-hmm. But yeah, but I support it. I support, uh, they just need to get a piano in the, in the lobby so they can continue their, uh, their duo, continue their act. Perfect. Yes. Well, I think that about covers it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it does for me. Yeah, I think it was good. Codes or keys? I think it was good. Mallory mm-hmm. has some has opinions. It could have been. It could have <laughs> been more. It could have been more daring. It could have been more exciting and different. But it went relatively safe, as safe as Masters and Sex. Came. Yeah, yeah. So mm-hmm. good, but could have been better. Yeah. Okay. We're okay with it though. I still say. I still say like a. Overall, don't get me wrong. Overall, I thought it was a very good episode. Right. Yeah, it was. It was. All right. Well, that's a wrap, I think. Next week, we'll mm-hmm. be back covering episode five, Outliers. Until then, Mallory, where can we find your work on the internet? Uh, you can find me at moviemezzanine.com every other Friday, including this upcoming Friday. Um, you can find me at cleojournal.com and on Twitter at Mallory underscore Andrews. And you can find me occasionally at pajiba.com and on Twitter at Sarah K. Carlson. Thanks to our producer, Corey Atad. Until next week. Bye. Don't tell me not to live, just sit and putter. Life's candy and the sun's a ball of butter. Don't bring around a cloud to rain on my 